As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. Disney Assembled is sponsored by our patrons over on Patreon, Brenda, Danny, Connie, and Andrew. Yes, thank you guys very much. If you would like to join them and get access to patron-exclusive, member-exclusive content, head on over to our website, DisneyAssembled.com, and click on the Become a Patron button. Membership starts as little as two dollars a month we'd really appreciate your consideration there however if you're looking to add some additional disney magic to your day check out magic of the mouse radio magic of the mouse radio is the best internet-based radio station for all disney music 24 7 365 you you can also hear our show on magic of the mouse radio every tuesday thursday and saturday mornings at 9 a.m eastern in addition to the Magic of the Mouse radio family, I am so proud to be a part of the Magic of the Mouse news family. MagicofTheMouseNews.com has articles for anything and everything you might want to read that's Disney related. Make sure to go check it out. MagicofTheMouseNews.com. All right. Good. Yeah. Check that out. Good stuff over there. All right. Now, it is Saturday, August 12th. You and I have not sat down in a room together. In like a month. And recorded in, in quite some time. Even though yeah. we've had some episodes come out, we recorded many of those in advance, except for last week's, which I think was episode 182 or 181, where um, we had an emergency. You couldn't, you, you were just unable to make it last week. Yeah. And your brother stepped in, in an emergency and took on the co-hosting duties. And I have to tell you, I, I think he did a pretty good job. I'm really proud of him. I think you did too. I also know that, you know, he, he did it in an emergency. He's not really asking to do it all the time. But certainly it was good. It's good to have a different perspective, a teenage boy perspective on visiting the parks. It was lots of fun. But I am so glad you are back. And our listeners know, who have been be missing you and missing that that wonderful Mimi perspective get to have some more of that this week. We're glad to have you. No, literally. I've been missing you. So like I've been this past week. So let me just give you a rundown. I left for my beach trip. We were gone for a week on the beach trip. I was back for two days. I left for camp. I came home Saturday morning when the kids left. I went back to camp Saturday night. I was gone for a week. And then that's how you get last last week's episode. That was covered by my brother because I was so tired and we didn't have an episode planned and we didn't have time to record and I wasn't feeling well and all these other things. Okay. So that was Sunday. That was seven days ago as of right now. On Monday, I had work. On Tuesday, on Sunday and Monday, I had work. On Tuesday, I started nannying it during the day from like one to four, which is like the smack middle of the day. I did that every single day this week, like weekday this week. And then now I have work on Saturday and Sunday. So I have been so busy 
I've also been babysitting at night after nannying. So I literally have not seen Papa like at all, like That's in the true. last four weeks. Yeah, like, we, haven't, we haven't spent a whole lot of time together. I haven't seen much so of I'm you. So I'm very, very, very excited to be back. I was very excited to record this episode. I was sitting at work today, um, not doing any of my side work. And I was like thinking about all these different episode ideas I had and like, you know, being back in the studio and recording. I just, I'm like, I'm, I've missed it and I missed you and I'm excited to be here. I'm glad you're here too. Yep. So. I know you've missed it and we're glad you're back, but I know what you've missed the most. Oh God. Yes. I know you've missed sitting across from me for the Disney dad joke of the week. And so are you, are you ready to get back into it? Yes. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for this week's Disney dad joke of the week. Oh boy. Mimi. Yes. Did you know that? No. That, that Pascal is like, tells the best jokes. He's the funniest Disney character. Do you know why? Mm-mm. He he's actually a stand-up chameleon. Goodness. Ready? Oh. Get it? Yes. Stand-up chameleon. Chameleon. Is yes. That a chameleon. He, he kind <laughs> of. That was silly. The All right, guys, you have jokes. I know you do, and Send I know they're them. Disney related, and they're probably appropriate them. for the show. And we may not have used it. Send it to us. DisneyAssembly@gmail.com. We'd love to consider using it on the show. You can also send us a message on the socials, Facebook. Instagram, TikTok, and I'm continuing to say Twitter. I don't, is it X? Is it Twitter? Is it formally known as Twitter? The X? I don't know. It's the X. Whatever. We're still there. It's look Twitter. look for us on the Twitter. I we don't understand. We haven't changed any of the icon. I'm, I, this is what aggravates me. I think, it, it, and now I'm going to go back and change all the icons on all our websites. Why did he on change the it YouTubes. though? Like, I don't understand. I don't, I don't want to get into it. It's just really annoying. Like I came back to the real world and like Twitter didn't exist anymore. And I like still don't really know why. But it's like, what do you do? I mean, do I really have the time? I really don't have the time to go in and change like all of our graphics (laughs) to get rid of the Twitter bird. So we're just going to continue to call it Twitter. I'm sorry if you. I think everyone's calling it Twitter. Yeah. And we haven't decided whether we're going to go with the threads or not. I heard the threads. They they came and went. There may not be a thing anymore. I don't don't have any. It's not really a thing. But it was never really a thing. You know what we may end up doing? And maybe if you're listening to the show, you can give us some feedback on this. Perhaps we just dump the Twitter altogether and that way you don't have to worry about it. But then I'd still have to go back and change all the website right. and all the graphics. We have a decent following on Twitter too. Yeah, well. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Well, that's that. All right, Mimi, we have, a, we have an episode planned. This no will be way. a cool episode. We usually never have an episode planned. We do we have one planned this talk. week. No, we do have one planned this week. And we actually spent a lot of time preparing this episode because you and I had some pretty hefty debate yeah. over some of this. You did some the plur, preliminary research and yeah. then we had a very decent discussion. Right. We did. We did. We're going to discuss what we discussed. Um, but why don't you tell everybody what our main topic of the week is this week? Yeah. Okay. So we have compiled a list of all of the Disney ride narrators and um We'll explain, like, you'll sort of understand what that means when we actually start talking about it. But um, we ranked from one to 11 our favorite Disney ride narrators based on how much they talk during the ride, what their purpose is, how entertaining they are, how on theme they are, how they make us feel, um, all those things. And uh, yeah, yeah. count them down from 11 to one, one being our, we actually ranked these. Yes. 11 to one. And these are from Walt Disney World in Florida. 
different attractions, different narrators, people guiding the story. You know, they've right. got a narrator sort of a guide of the story of the ride. And so, yeah, we ranked them from one to 11. And so I would say the first half were relatively easy for us to rank, but the top half it was, was where things got a little, not heated, but debatey. Yeah. Things got a little messy as we got to the top half of our list. Yeah. So, yeah, we're getting ready to discuss Any Anything we want to talk about before we jump in? No, this just also includes characters or narrators that um, aren't like in the ride fully. They're just set up like the pre-show or whatever, which kind of goes into our first one at 11. Dr. Ogden and Dr. Stevens from Flight of Passage. Um, although they don't narrate the entire ride, they do all of the pre-show which um, we consider narration. It propels a story. Right. It propels throws you story, in. Guides the story. Gets guides you the story. Ready. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they are at the bottom because we couldn't decide if we wanted to include them in our top 10 or not. So we just decided to make it top 11 and put them at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, we could have just said honorable mention, but we had actually about 18 attractions listed. And there were a number that did not make the list. Yeah. But we felt fairly strong about Dr. Ogden, Dr. Stevens. That maybe they might squeeze in there. Maybe some Flight of Passage fans out there listening to the show. We're yeah. like, wait a minute, what about Dr. Ogden and Dr. Stevens? Well, they're on yeah. the list, but they're down there at number 11. Yeah. To give you an idea of like the kind of narrator or storyteller that did not make the list was Timothy Mouse from Dumbo, who, although is a character essential to the story and it's a cute little insert, all he really does is say, sit down, buckle your seatbelts. Um, Right, you know, right. You know, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that did not make the list. Right. You know who else didn't make the list? Hmm. And so we maybe there's some fans of Dinosaur there. Dr. Seeker. No. He talks to you throughout the ride, but um no. Know, you said no. Okay. <laughs> uh no. All right, let's get back to the actual yeah. list. Not the list, the list. Not the list of the, li- the things that didn't make the list. Let's do the list of things that made the list. Yes. And we're now up to number 10 on the list. And at number 10, we have Hondo Anaka from Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. Yeah. yeah. So he does the whole pre-show. It's a very inter- it's actually a really fun pre-show, but you don't really hear too much from him during the ride. You hear from well, him. You do. A bit I mean, after. he talks to you during the ride. And he goes, "Oh, hmm. now, now, engineer, shoot your weapon." Or oh, yeah, whatever. I guess he does do that. Uh, pilot, not- pull the trigger, then go to light speed or whatever. That's my right. Rondo voice. Or and so the, he talks to you throughout the ride, tells you what to do, and then he says, "And Chewie, we'll take it from here." And, right. And right. So yeah. I think it's actually a really good narration for that ride, yeah. you know, and I think of all the things about Smuggler's Run, Hondo is one of the better things about the, that yeah. attraction. The pre-show is also really good. The Rise of the Resistance narration did not make the list. I don't even think it made it's the not really list. a narrator for right. that. Right. There isn't a whole lot of narration. Um, there is some, like when you're actually on the ride, you hear from Poe um, or, or Finn. and Finn. You hear from both of them, but it's little snippets that right. are parts of the story, not necessarily right. narration. Right. Um, so yeah, Hondo. Yeah, Hondo at number 10 with Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Right. Heck yeah. Number nine on the list. Take it. Why don't you take number yeah. nine? Yeah. Okay. Number nine on the list is Slinky Dog from Slinky Dog Dash. Um, and I know you're thinking, well, Rian, I thought you said that you weren't going to include anyone who just says sit down and buck your seatbelts. Well, um, wrong. Slinky Dog does more than that. Um, he'll like, he very subtly gives you like the story of the ride. Like, are you ready to take a ride about Andy's backyard? And like that very subtly gives you like what the story of Slinky Dog Dash is, which I didn't really get. And I probably could have figured it out by myself, but when he said it, it like resonated with me. Oh, like we're taking a ride around Andy's backyard. We're in Andy's backyard. We're not just in Toy Story Land, you know? And then at that point, that's when I realized the giant fence and the footprints on the ground and 
you know, stuff like that. So he, he inserts you not only into his own ride, but into the entire land, which is why I think Slinky Dog makes the list. However, he doesn't talk to you the whole ride. So well, he does make noise here. during the ride. I mean, so you're actually riding Slinky Dog. Right. And so he does the, you know, hold on and here we go. And, yeah. you know, and, and when he comes down that hill, he's like, he, you know, he's like, woo. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would but say he's not like talking to you. We determined that does count as narration right. on the ride, and we yes. thought Slinky Dog is a wonderful attraction. And I love Slinky Dog. It's well very themed, much. and we like Slinky Dog very much. So it squeezed into the top ten. It at did number nine. All right. Yes. At number eight, we are going to go over to Epcot, and coming in the raid is a very popular ride at Epcot. Living with the land, the narrator for Living with the Land tells you the whole story. I mean, yeah. you're on the boat. And they're telling you stuff the entire time. And I think the actual person who does the narration's name is Mike uh, Bassel. Uh, or is it Bassel? Bra- Brassel. Mike Brassel. Or maybe Brassel. I don't, I don't know. I've heard him on other podcasts before. He's done very podcasts. Cool. Uh, very talented voice actor. Does a lot of good stuff. Uh, but he is the narrator. The actual narrator is his real name for Living With Land. But the actual narrator of Living With Land walking you through just just everything yeah and and we we love living with the land and you know without the narration it's kind of wouldn't be nearly as good of an attraction so right we felt it was deserving uh of our top 10 right slipped it in there at at, uh at the number eight position yeah it's not like it's non-fiction it's not like fictional storytelling so it didn't rank higher than sure other things on this list that are well anyway We're going to stay in Epcot for number seven. And at first you were a little skeptical of this one, but I think you came around to it landing at number seven. Why don't you share with everyone what came in at number seven? Yeah. Okay. So Dr. Nigel Channing from Journey into the Imagination with Figment. You could arguably say Figment fits right next to him, but you know, whatever. Um, He shows you the story, uh, talks to you throughout the story. Like his whole, like he is self-aware that he is a narrator in the ride, right? So obviously narrator, narration right there. He's hit, like his narration is the whole story. That's the entire ride, right? Like um, it's very meta in the sense that he's not necessarily narrating as much as he's narrating, but also telling the story, but also is the story. He's talking directly to you and he's guiding you through, you know, their laboratory and all the stuff they're doing. And he's part of the pre-show and everything else. So right. Yeah, Dr. Nigel Channing. Some people love that attraction. Some people not so much. I could take her to leave it. Yeah, I'm kind of lukewarm on that attraction. I so, love Figment, but that actual attraction is just sort of like, eh. Right. So. All right. We're going to flip on over, flip on over, ride on over. We're going to get on a little monorail. We're going to get on a monorail. We're going to head back to the magical Por favor, kingdom. De las puertas. Did I say the magical kingdom? I think you did. <laughs> it's been a long day the magic kingdom we're going to the magic kingdom i've made the monorail noises don't worry and number six is in the magic kingdom and i'm going to tell you this one people might get mad at us because this particular uh narrator that comes that we consider the narrator coming at number six doesn't do a whole lot more than tell you to buckle your seatbelt you know then yeah but it's so iconic that we felt it deserved (laughs) to make the list and it made it as high as number six on our list. Literally. And that is the old prospector from Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, which Hang literally on to your is hats and glasses. Exactly. This is the wildest, <laughs> wildest ride, ride in the, the wilderness. wilderness. It is literally that's about it. He that's does there's nothing does. else you hear until maybe at the very end. They may maybe say something like, stay seated until the train's or whatever. I don't even Be sure remember. to watch your kids. 
If any of you folks are wearing hats or glasses, best remove them because this here is the wildest ride in the wilderness. Like, I don't think I could like. It's not really narration for the ride. No, it's not. But I don't think I could name a single other ride pre-show like buckle your seatbelts track. Like, I don't I could like I did that from memory. Right. Like, I would not be able to do that for Snow White or um, Space Mountain or, you know, whatever. Right. Like. This very iconic, very solidified into people's brains. Right. So made the list. Yeah. Number six. And I should mention this. I'm going to get off the list for a minute. If I'm, my voice is a little off this week, you may hear me sniffing in the background. I am battling a really bad cold and some allergies big time. So. Oh, yeah. I've got the allergies, too. If I'm coming off a little nasally this week, more nasally than usual, because I know my voice is naturally like that nasally tone. I apologize. <laughs> it's so dry down here in Texas. It has not rained all summer like i think it rained once in houston yeah. um right. so we are living yeah. it up with it's this hot. dust and it's sand and, dusty and, and yeah yeah all right now we're getting ready to go into the top five and this is where things were getting a little heated not heated is not the right word it wasn't aggressive they were gotten debatey yeah. we, we had some real debate it was friendly we never raised our voices but it was like we had some disagreement i think five to two things could switch around a little bit but one is definitely number one. Yeah, we were we well, we came around to number one being definitely number one. It, it didn't take much to get there, but the others, we we landed, we compromised, we landed where we felt it they deserved. But I think in the top, certainly in the top four, you could interchange yeah. some of them over. Yeah, yeah. But we're gonna do number five before we get to number one, we do number five. Why don't you introduce yeah. everyone to number five of the best narrators on Disney attractions okay, out yeah. of Walt Disney World? Number one, number four. Five was the one that I kind of fought for a little bit, but you made the really good point. Um, they don't host the whole time. They don't narrate the whole time. So the Tiki Birds from the Tiki Room, I fought for this one. I thought it should be higher on the list because the Tiki Birds are the whole show, right? Like, of course, they're narrating. They're telling you the story. They're, they are the story. And then you were sort of like, well, they're not necessarily like the main four, Jose, Fritz. I don't know. I lost oh, him. Oh, um, uh, uh, yeah. Jose, I don't Fritz, Carlos. I think Carlos would be one. Yeah. And then the last one. I don't remember. I don't but remember either way, one. they only host at the beginning and then the show starts. And you wouldn't necessarily sit down to watch the Lion King or the Nemo attraction or show in Animal Kingdom and then be like, oh, yeah, Nemo narrated the whole time. Right. And that was sort of like a solid point to me that allowed me to put the Tiki Birds at five. Yeah. Listen, I love the Tiki Birds. We love very the Tiki much. Birds. We love that show. We love the Enchanted Tiki Room. Um, certainly, the show begins with the pre-show where birds come out and do the pre-show, and then uh, yeah, and we just it, it's very good narration. It's a an attraction. It's classic, and uh, we really enjoy it. So yeah, yeah number five. It's a tiki weird birds. blend of narration, but also performance, which is I think why it lands at only five. Um, but yep. five is still pretty good. So yep. now we're going to get where it really got messy. Yeah, no, it was bad at this point. Because this is where listeners are going to be like, what? What do you mean four? What could be possibly better than that? And you'll see what we thought, right? As we get closer to number one. Well, what's correct? Because what we think is well, correct. I don't know about that. But Obviously. of course, after the show, we'll tell everybody how they can get in touch with us to correct us. But <laughs> at number four on our list, staying in the Magic Kingdom over in Liberty Square at the Haunted Mansion, the ghost host. Yeah. You know, the ghost host is not talking to you the entire time, but in each of the scenes, 
there is narration right. telling you what's going on, sort of setting the tone. And we just the ghost host narration for the Haunted Mansion is is it's very close to perfect. It is. It's very it is perfect. The narration is perfect. But I would say. Although the ghost host is vital to the experience of the Haunted Mansion, you could go through the Haunted Mansion without the ghost host and still get the story. And that's kind of where that's kind of how I justified putting ghost host at four. Yeah, we could we could have gone anyway. Ghost host could have been anywhere from four to two. I don't but know the, if it would have been the number one. The next three but rides don't exist without their narrators. Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah, we're at least not as... Not as strongly. Not as strong. But the right. Haunted Mansion could stand strongly as an attraction without the ghost host. That doesn't that doesn't mean that I don't think the ghost host is like so like the most important part of the ride. But yeah, we were really it, nitpicking yeah. at this point, yeah. right? We were nitpicking at this point. So number four for us of the ghost best host. narrators of a Disney attraction at Walt Disney World is ghost host over at the Haunted Mansion. Now, we're in the top three. And some of you that are listening might be keeping track and you're saying, wait, what about this ride? What about this ride? Maybe, maybe it'll be in the top three. Relax. Calm down. It's okay. Um, but Mimi, why don't you share with everyone who we have in at number three? Number three, staying in Magic Kingdom, walking on over past Fantasyland into Tomorrowland, the people mover. I don't remember his name. It starts with an O. It's like... Well, no, the gentleman who actually does the voice is the same guy who does Living with the Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the narrator on the People Mover has a he like a character. He has a name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. He has right. a name. But like aside from just like him like telling you like, then this is Space Mountain and this is Buzz Lightyear and this is this and this is that. The little bits and pieces like like incoming call for Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow, like those little, you know, bits of narration, bits of dialogue, like make the people mover what it is so much so that I will sit and I will listen to the people mover narration and ambiance to do my homework because it calms me down. The people mover narration is golden. I think it's diamond level. I think it could be number one, but you did not think so. It could be number one. It came in at number three because we had two others that we thought were slightly above, but you, you really wanted people mover at number one. My love for the people mover and the narration and everything about it is insane. Like, Literally, like when I tell you the people mover dialogue ambiance from Walk About the World on Spotify came in on my Spotify wrapped this last year. I'm not joking. Like I listen to it every single day to do my homework. I like I love this soundtrack so much. It's very close to my heart. Well, it's very good. And that's why it's all the way up at number three on our list. And now we're getting ready to do the top two. And again, you may be listening and going, oh, I think I know what number one is. And maybe you do. Maybe you <laughs> don't. You're wrong. But coming in at number two might be some people's choice for number one. And that is Dame Judy Dench at Spaceship Earth over in Epcot. Yeah. I love Spaceship Earth. Wait, you didn't let me me do the monorail noises. Okay, do them. Por favor, mantenga se. I lost it. De alejado de las puertas. Por favor, mantenga se alejado de las puertas. Something like that. I don't think that's right. I think I'm doing it wrong. Either way. It's not right. We took the monorail over to Epcot and now we're at Spaceship Earth. Continue. (coughs) Cough button, cough button. (coughs) Spaceship Earth. Now, Judy Dench was not the, the, he's not been the only narrator. You know, originally it was Jeremy Irons, I believe, was the actor that did the original Spaceship Earth narration. Judy Dench replaced his narration with hers. There's been talk over the last few years that Spaceship Earth is due for a refresh and possibly a new narration. No. But until then, Boo. we have Judy Dench and we love Judy Dench's She's narration so of Spaceship Earth. 
And I mean, how, I mean, look, I've learned more about the history of the world from riding Spaceship Earth than I remember from taking history in high school. Thank the Phoenicians. I thank the Phoenicians. The way she says it, it just sticks with you. That's true. Like That's I can true. hear it in my voice. Yeah. Thank so the Phoenicians. Like I, I think can, that, is, that is a classic narration. It is a classic. I just, it, it's, it, it's one of the, it had to be at the top. As a matter of fact, at one point I thought it was the top. I thought it would have been number one. It could have been. Um, but it's still number two. I think it still could be. It could be, but it's slipped to number two as we were talking through it. Yeah. Our spaceship Earth. Yes. She says it like that. With that like goofy little like British like. There's uh-huh. nothing goofy about that. <laughs> it's so good. It's offending it's, all of our friends across the pond. If you are from we have listeners. British, if you are we from British. We have listeners from over there and we love her very much. Do we have British listeners? Yes, we do. What if it's Absolutely. Judy Din- Dinch herself that listens to her? Not anymore. Not after you with your insults. She of- says it in this very posh way. Like it's like it's adorable. I love yeah, it. I love Spaceship Earth. Right. We love the Spaceship Earth narration. And they're probably they're listening to us saying and y'all are saying this in your very hick voice yeah. from being in Texas, right? Hey, y'all. We don't talk that way. Welcome to Dizzy Sambled. We do not talk that way. That is not how we speak. I'm Amy. Stop. This is my papa. <laughs> Sit down and record and put your hats and glasses away because we're going to be riding a train. To, <laughs> what the, I don't know. That's like goofy. This is the wildest the wild podcast. Folks, we're going to do the wildest podcast in the wilderness. Oh, I, oh, 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 oh. I come back from camp with a southern accent because there's so many like deeply southern people there. I just there. sniff so loud into the microphone. <laughs> you can see it register. I can't help it. I'm position. so sorry. And I'm not good enough at editing to get that out. It's okay. So you guys get to enjoy yeah. enjoy the the fruits of my you know, whatever. The, the cold or allergy. Okay. All right, we're up to number one. Bridge Listen, before we, we do number you. one, we need to recap number 11 and number two. Mimi, oh, okay. I'm about to sniff again, so why don't you do that? Okay, yeah. So at number 11, we've got Dr. Ogden and Ogden and Stevens from Flight of Passage. Number 10, we've got Hondo Last Name from Smuggler's Run. At number Onaka. He's over there blowing into a tissue. Okay. Um, at number nine, we've got Slinky Dog from Slinky Dog Dash. At number eight, we've got Living with the Land from Living with the Land. Number seven, we've got Dr. Nigel Channing slash Figment from Journey to the Imagination. At number six, we've got the Old Prospector from Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Number five, we've got the Tiki Birds from The Enchanted Tiki Room. Number four, Ghost Host, Haunted Mansion, obviously. Number three, People Mover. And number two, our British queen, Judy Dinch from Spaceship Earth. All right, that brings us to number one. And some people may be wondering, what is left? I mean, to be honest with you. Because this one didn't really like occur to me when you said narrator. And when we said it, then it made completely sen- right. complete sense. And it was an obvious number one in our minds. This but some people like may be listening and they may be going, what are they talking about? Is it Mickey's Phil Her Magic? Is it? It's is not. It, it's not Phil you know, Is it? I don't know. It, it, could it possibly be, uh, you know, the, the. Could it possibly be Aladdin? Could it be from Aladdin from the Magic, magic Carpets of Aladdin? Is, is it? Is, is could it, be is Remy it, from it, Remy's Ratatouille Is it Buzz and Woody from Toy Story Mania? Who, who could possibly be the number one? But let's do let's do the drum roll. Drum roll, please. The number one top narrator for a Disney World attraction in Walt Disney World in Florida is Jungle the, Cruise Skipper. Your skipper on the Jungle your, Cruise. The, each individual skipper gets that. Like they all get grouped into one category: Skipper Jungle Cruise as the best narrators in Walt Disney World. Papa, go listen. 
those guys, uh, yes, there is somewhat of a script and they have to follow a certain pattern and what they have to say. But these are live narrators. These Jungle Cruise skippers are very talented. They're funny. They're engaging. And it's not a recording. You know, you go to these other attractions, they're all recorded, right? None of this live stuff. The Jungle Cruise skipper is live and in person, not an animatronic, sitting in front of you, telling you the jokes, getting you through the river in one piece, getting you back. And telling you the story, big, big props and respect to them because they do that over and over and over. And they every single uh, group of people that get into the boat is treated uh, with the same amount of enthusiasm, whether it's your last, uh, you know, uh, group for the day or your first group of the day. The Jungle Cruise skippers are among my favorite cast members at Walt Disney World and Disneyland, too. It was just Jungle Cruise in Disneyland in Florida and uh, California, excuse me. But yes, when we sat down to talk about the narrators, I mean, they have to be number one. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just it's live. It's unique. It's original. Like it has to be individualized every single time. And I think that takes a massive amount of talent and hard work to make it perfect and and seamless every single time. They also like the Jungle Cruise doesn't exist without the skipper. Like even even though the Jungle Cruise has become very much um, intertwined with the skipper and the silly jokes and the dad jokes and the, you know, like lightheartedness of it all. If you take all of that out and just have the ride as it is with the ride vehicle, with the boat, with the animatronics, it's not the same. You don't get the story. No. The story doesn't exist without the skipper. And that doesn't even go, that doesn't even mention everything that the skipper personally does to make every single ride experience unique. Right. Skipper has to be number one on that narration list. They Absolutely. are the narrator, they are the storyteller, but they are not the story. And I think that's important. It, it is. And so that's it. That's our top 11 list of the top Walt Disney World attraction narrators in Walt Disney World in Florida. And uh, yeah, there you have it. Guys, we hope you agree with us. You may not agree with us, and that's okay. I mean, you know, this is America. You don't, you don't have to agree with us, but you have to just, we ask yes, you to be you respectful. Do. You have to right, agree with us. Mimi, listen, how do they, how can our friends who are listening to this show give us feedback, tell us what they thought about our top 11 list, maybe share some uh, narrators that we didn't include on the list that they think should have been included on the list. How can they get in touch with us? Yeah, so you guys can send us an email, disneyassemble.gmail.com. Or you can send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Twitter, X, yeah. threads, whatever. Not threads. We're not on not the threads. threads. At Disney Assembled. But if you guys want to support the show further, the link to our Public Patreon, buy us a Dole Whip, and all that other super fun stuff is on our website, DisneyAssembled.com. Make sure to go check it out. Absolutely do that. We have a YouTube channel. Mimi's been gone for essentially a month. We have not been able to produce any new videos uh, while she was gone, even though I do need to put some of the episode videos up. Uh, the last two weeks, I think I have to make, I got to make the, put the next few episodes up on the YouTubes. But listen, if you're not subscribed yet on the YouTube, you need to do that. YouTube.com. Look for Disney Assembled at Disney Assembled over on YouTube. And really, listen, Disney Assembled, we're spreading, we're, you know, we're creating the joy. We're spreading joy. We're bringing that Disney magic all over the place. And we're going to continue to do this for some time. We need your help and it costs nothing. The best thing you can do to help us spread that joy and that Disney magic is to make sure you share the show with your friends. And if you haven't done so already on your podcast player of choice, we would greatly appreciate your consideration of a five-star rating and a very positive review. Those reviews are so, so important in helping people find the show. And the more people who listen, the happier they are. And the happier they are, the happier the world gets. And we need 
happy a people. happier world. Yes, so I agree. Help the world get happier. You know what makes Leave me happy? Leave us the five star rating and review. When my cat comes in here and meows and walks around and then flops on the ground and then get there she yeah, goes. She's just meowing her head off. Yeah, Come here, baby yeah. girl. And she wants you to play with her. And flops. Yeah, and flops. And right? flops right on my leg. All right. That's Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's show. Hope it brought a smile to your face, a little extra magic to your day, and that all-important sprinkle of pixie dust to your week. Thanks for listening, and until next time, see, see you real soon. soon. Gentlemen, please collect your belongings, watch your head and step, and take small children by the hand.